give you praise. We bring the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto the Lord. We bring the fruit of our labor, the tithes unto the Lord. What a privilege. We acknowledge health and wealth comes from you. Power, positions, possessions, posterity, they all from you, Father. We are what we are because of your grace. Abundance of it, Father. What a privilege to love you, to serve you, to give for God's work. I pray that God's people will experience the abundance of grace and blessings as they have given for the Lord's work. May this be used for the glory and expansion of the kingdom of God. Now as we look into your word, speak into your life, Lord. Speak into our life, Lord. We pray, O oh God, that God's grace will be released that will make the proclamation of God's word effective. In Jesus' name, every resistance to the proclamation and the preaching of God's word we overcome it and we bind it. All in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As we remain standing, shall we look to the Lord's word? Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1, 2, 4. Hebrews 2, 1, 2, 3, 4. Hebrews 2, 1, 2, 3, 4. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Father, we thank you Thank you, Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Today's message is titled, Watch Out, Where Are You Going? Can you turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, Watch Out. All right. Okay. Far from the Niagara River, there are signs all over that gives warning to those who use boat to travel on the river. Signs of warning of the impending falls that is ahead of them. Those who ignore their warnings have found themselves going down in the watery abyss 
167 foot, foot deep down into the falls. There are different signs that go all over the rivers, river beds. And the, one of the signs goes like this. Do you have your anchor with you? Do you know how to use it? Two questions as a sign. Do you have your anchor with you? Do you know how to use it? Well, the writer of Hebrews is writing to the Hebrew Christians. Those who have come to the Lord from the Judaism background. And they starts talking about the supremacy of Christ. How supreme Christ is. Christ is greater than the angels. And as he writes, he, he comes to a point where he pauses and gives a warning. Man, one of the many warnings that are written in the book of Hebrews. And this is what he says. Therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard. Lest we drift away from it. So just like in the riverbeds there are warnings posted. The Hebrew writer of Hebrew posts warning all over the book of Hebrews. There are different kinds of warnings. There are warnings to the believers about negligence, about disobedience, about desertions, about rebellion, about worldliness, about defying the word of God. In the first warning, the writer talks about, the warning is, be careful lest you drift away. And towards the latter part of the book, as you reach Hebrews chapter 12, the warning escalates to much more serious thing. It says that you should be beware not only of drifting away, but beware of defying God's word. When you start drifting away, when you don't get yourself a hold of yourself, when you make sure, when you do not make sure that you are moved in, that you are anchored on the rock of God's word, when you continue to drift and drift and drift, the possibility is that you go to such an extent that you would not even hesitate to defy the word of God. So, so throughout this book, we see the writer giving a warning to the children of God. The purpose is to encourage all leaders, all readers, to pay attention to God's word and obey it. The metaphor that is used here, drifting away. Be careful, be careful lest you just drift away with the currents of the world. Those who travel on waterways are aware and are, are aware of the current that carries them away most of the time from their destiny and from their destination. 
as Christians, we have a destiny. As Christians, we have a destination. And the current of this world, the system of this world, it is always flowing contrary to the word of God. Contrary to the requirements of God's word. Contrary to the will of God. Contrary to the desires of God. Sometimes the currents are very obvious. You can see it. At times, currents are what you call as undercurrents. You cannot see it from the surface unless and until you are floating on the water. You will realize that the undercurrent has the ability and the power to take you away from your destiny and destination in Christ Jesus. The current of the world is a strong current. And unless one is determined, unless one is moved and anchored in the word of God, you and I have the possibility. There are chances that we can drift away with the world into the world. The world and his desires will pass away, but he who does the will of God shall live forever. The will of God is to be anchored on the rock of the word of God, to be steadfast, to be steady, to be attached to the word of God and to stand strong and steadfast and solid on the word of God. Praise God. The fads of the world, the fashion of the world, the trends of the world, the norms of the world, the values of the world, the system of the world is constantly beckoning us, is constantly alluring us, is constantly calling us to just go along, drift with them into this world. As far as the Hebrew Christians were concerned, they had given up their old rituals. They had given up their old way of worship. They had given up their religious ceremonies. They had given up their celebrations and their festivities. They have been brought to the knowledge of God's grace. Yet, there was a pull from the old system, from the old religion to go back into the things of the old religion. Every one of us have come out of something. We have come out of an old religion. We have come out of an old association. We have come out of an old lifestyle. We have come out of an old, old ambitions. We have come out of old desires. But we are walking in the newness of his path, in the newness of the path that God has cut out for us. God wants us to walk in that new path he has cut out for us. But every one of us from time to time we experience the tug, the, the alluring, the call, the beckoning of the world. And it takes us away from Christ and what Christ wants to do in our lives. Praise the Lord. Here, allowing the current to take us away. And it happens 
through negligence. It happens through neglecting the word of God. It happens by being careless and by being not concerned with the things of God. Instead of keeping a good grip on the truth of God's word, we, if we just allow ourselves to go along with the flow, to go along with the drift, we will find ourselves in predicament where things would go against what God wants to do in our lives. Many spiritual problems are a direct result of neglecting the word of God and forgetting the importance of standing on God's word. Like the Hebrew Christians, we have heard the word of God. We have believed the word of God. We have received the word of God. And we ought to stand on the word that we have heard. Praise God. Quite often, we drift away because of negligence. At times, we drift away because we are so much caught up in the things of the world. We drift away because we become so occupied with so many things that are legit, but we forget to bank on God's word. At times, we just go with sheer carnality. We just drift away. At times, many of us, we drift away because of our familiarity with the word of God. If you have been born in a Christian home, if you are raised in a Christian home, all your life you have come to church and you have attended Sunday school. Every time somebody pulls out a word in your mind, you know it, that you know what is going to come through because you heard so much, so many times messages from the same scripture over and over again. We come up with that I know it all mentality. The I know it all mentality puts us in a very lethargic place and we tend to no, we tend to ignore the instructions and the warning that comes from God's word. Eventually, we drift away from the word of God. Praise God. When we look at the word of God, look what the Bible says. That we ought to be, we ought to be careful, pay much attention to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. It implies that there is a possibility of drifting away. Praise God. I want to go one step further and say that there is a certainty, a level of certainty to drift away. The only difference is how far you drift away from where you've been moved, from where you've been anchored. Are you going to drift away just a few meters or are you just going to drift away and flow with the current of this world? There is a certainty that drifting is possible. When you look at the biblical characters, there are so many characters in the Bible that portrays this truth that people who had a destiny and a destination, they eventually drifted away. Some 
came back and some did not. Let's look at a few examples from both the old and the new. Lot, the Bible says, Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. He allowed the secularity of Sodom to influence him and his family. This is how we see Lot was weak in his devotion. He had no altar in his home. While his uncle made sure that wherever he went, he built an altar, offered a sacrifice, and worshipped God. About Lot we see that he was weak in his devotion. There was no altar in his family. No altar in his life. He was not only weak in devotion, we see that he was worldly in his desire. The Bible says, Lot looked up and he saw the well-watered gardens, plains of Zor. It looked like the garden of Eden. He looked up. Well, what was the difference between Abraham and him? Abraham also looked up. But the writer of Hebrews says, Abraham looked up and he saw a city with foundation whose builder and architect was God. He's God himself. But when Lot looked up, he only saw the well-watered plains. He only saw the prospects of Sodom and Gomorrah. The problem was they both looked up Abraham looked all the way up and Lot did not look all the way up. He only looked to a certain extent. Praise God. When we fail to look up to God, anything that falls in place, anything that comes in our sight can distract us from the destiny that God has marked out for us. He was not only worldly in desires, he was wrong in his decision. He made decision based on the temporal things of the world. Praise God. When one person made decision based on the eternal things, Lot made decisions based on the temporal things. And the Bible says he pitched towards Sodom slowly steadily he moved towards Sodom and he was trenched into Sodom in such a such a way that it required angels to pull him out of the entrenchment that he was in Lot had entered into the world praise God yes there is a possibility that we can drift away from the destiny that God has for us. The Bible says David was a man after God's own heart but in a moment of leisure his heart drifted with lust towards Bathsheba. Praise God. The Bible says that during the time when kings went to war David stayed home and he was tucked away in his palace comfy comfortable indulging in his leisure and luxury and behold he lost battle with his eyes when he lost he lost 
the battle with his eyes that gave access to satan into a doorway into his heart and eventually that led to his downfall praise god david had a destiny praise god david says in psalm 144 that blessed be the god the rock he trains my hands for battle and my hands for war and my fingers for war who trains him the lord trains him praise god so david had a call and he was trained by the lord himself to wage warfare against the enemy but david was not positioned where he was supposed to be which was in the battleground when he took himself away from where he was supposed to be where god had trained him to be where god had intended him to be we see that he lost the battle with his eyes and he lost the battle with his heart and he was brought down because he failed to stay where god had placed him praise god hallelujah we read about peter peter did not mean to deny the lord his denial of jesus came as a result of drifting away from his commitment to christ the night before peter bragged about his allegiance even though he was given a four word warning we see that peter he drifted away praise god drifting is a possibility in any christian's life no believer no christians plan to drift away no one premeditates to drift away from where god has placed them from the salvation experience that the lord has given them from hearing god's word and standing on the word of god standing on the promises of god promises of god's word standing on the principles of god's word so there is a certainty of drifting but how far how far would you drift drift away from as far as defying god's word or the moment you feel the tug the moment you feel the current beneath you taking you away you use that rock that anchor to keep you anchored on the rock of god's word praise god the cause of drifting we see it's neglecting negligence or neglect of god's word the believers were neglecting their great salvation experience in christ and this caused them to drift they had joined their life with jesus christ but they failed to continue to feed on him continue to dwell on him continue to feed of god's word continue to yield to him continue to continue to allow the word of god to work in them and establish them in the word of god this inattention 
cost drifting, can cause drifting in anyone's life. Suppose you do not give attention to an important relationship, relationship as important as marriage, two married to each other in that relationship if you do not invest time if you do not invest in attention in affection what can happen is the two can drift in two opposite direction they can stay under one roof they can share one bed without having a relationship because they are not paying attention or investing time into that relationship if that's the case with a human relationship how much more with our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ if we don't invest time into it if we don't pay attention to it if we don't heed to the word of God if we are not moved to the word of God if we are not bent on the word of God if we neglect the things of God's word praise God easy we can drift away. Praise God. At times, it's lack of discipline that causes us to drift away from the Lord. No meditation, no reading of God's word, no prayer, no fellowship will just set you up to just drift away with the world. Praise God. The Bible talks, the writer of Hebrew talks about the consequences of drifting away. Praise God. Using the Old Testament, the writer says, if they disobeyed the word of God and they received the just reward for every infraction, how much more us who are New Testament believers. The writer of Hebrews says that the loving father would chastise a child who goes away from him, who breaks the principles of God's word, who drifts out into the world. The writer is bold enough to say if there is no chastisement that is an evidence of proof or proof of the fact that the one that is not being chastised is an illegitimate child. In other words, he's saying that because we are legitimate children, the father will not overlook the fact that we are drifting in the world, but he will reach out to us so that we can be moved back into the principles of God's word. Praise God. But the assuring thing from the scripture is the disciplined hand of God is always controlled by the loving heart of God. Praise God. So when we experience discipline in our lives from a heavenly father, we ought to be convinced that the heart that controls the disciplining hand is a heart that is full of love and compassion. Knowing what we need in our lives, the Lord corrects us and puts us back in the track. Praise God. Yes, 
So there is a certainty involved in drifting. There is, there is a cause for drifting. Praise God. There is a consequence for drifting. The consequences when we drift away, the hand of the Father, praise God, reaches out to us and puts us back in place where we need to be. And then the Bible says there is a cure for drifting. And the writer says, what is the cure for drifting? Give careful attention to what you have heard. Meaning to look at that initial experience that you had with Christ. What we have heard refers to that initial experience of salvation. That time when you invited Christ into your life as your Savior, as your Redeemer. Praise God. God's ultimate word was spoken through Jesus Christ and we as believers have responded to the word of God by opening our heart to Him. Praise God. Yes, we who have opened our heart to Him ought to know the magnanimity of the giver, the greatness of the gift, how precious this gift is, the gift of the Savior and salvation, and hold fast to that gift. Praise God. Take the relationship with Jesus Christ seriously. Praise God. We must pay more careful attention, hearing and receiving Christ and His Word is just not enough. Believers, we as children of God need to be concerned with developing that relationship with Him by banking on His Word, by spending time with Him, by cultivating an ongoing relationship with Christ and sharing Christ with others. That is the cure of remedy or the cure of drifting, the remedy for drifting away. Praise God. We must pay more careful attention to what we have heard. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Reading God's word. Spending time in the presence of God. Being in fellowship with the children of God. Keeps us away from drifting into the world. Praise God. Gives us the stamina and the potency to resist the pull and the allurements of the world. Gives us the strength to stay on course. Gives us the strength to hold fast to the word. Constantly feeding on the word of God. Putting the anchor upon that rock of God's word. And keeping ourselves put on, put in on the word. Which keeps us away from drifting. Where are we? Praise God. Are we drifting away from the, from the word of God? 
Are we drifting away from the Lord? Praise God. Yes, there is always currents all around us. The possibility of drifting away in our relationship with Christ is real. Praise God. We ought to make up our mind as to how we would continue to develop our relationship with him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Five friends were traveling on a river, very busy fishing and, and was excited with the results that they were experiencing, forgetting that they were being carried away by the current. A boat that was going in the opposite direction called out to them and told them of the impending danger as they were traveling with the current. Once the friends realized that they were close to disaster, one of them took the anchor that was in the boat and cast it into the water. Well, what happens when that happens? What happens when you cast the anchor into the water? What happens? We are flowing with the current. And you have the anchor and you put the anchor into the water. What happens? What happens? Well, it's supposed to stop. But the friends found out the anchor was not connected to the boat. Folks, quite often, when we are in trouble, we want to stand on the word. We want to use the word of God. We want to throw the word of God. We want to speak the word of God. We want to pronounce the word of God. We want to utter the word of God. But the question is, does that word have any relationship to us? Praise God. Memorizing scripture is absolutely important. Praise God. But memory in itself is not going to serve you or help you out of your predicament unless you are anchored to the word of God. Praise God. Having the Bible on hand is not going to help. Having the Bible on the phone is not going to help. Having the Bible on your iPhone and your iPad and your tab is good. But if you don't have the Bible, the word of God in your heart, it's not going to serve the purpose that it, is, it ought to serve. Make sure your anchor is connected to the boat that you are traveling. Does the word have a relationship with you? Is the word of God tied into your life? Is the word of God connected to your life? Or do you just 
use the word as a magical spell to use it when you are in trouble as much as the word of god is powerful let me tell you if it has no connection to you if it is not stored in your heart if you do not have a relationship with the word jesus christ simply uttering the word will not help us we must give careful attention to what we have heard careful attention is not only just hearing the word but doing praise god becoming the doers of god's word not just simply hearers of god's word there is a pull from every angle that comes upon every believer's life as you are being pulled ask yourself are you able to resist it you can only resist it if you are moved on the rock of the word of god shall we rise up before the lord as we're going to pray and we're going to conclude the service praise god hallelujah let me ask you are you neglecting the word of god are you neglecting your salvation experience are you neglecting your savior jesus christ do you invest in your relationship with him do you spend time with jesus how is your relationship with him are you cultivating a relationship with him is your relationship with him developing day after day or has it been a one time experience with jesus you received him as your savior and you're still living as if nothing has happened in your life there is this real current from the world that wants to pull you in the opposite direction and it will just take you away if you're not banked on the word of god praise god shall we make a decision this morning that we will pay careful attention to the word of god praise god the word that the lord has spoken the word hallelujah that we have heard and shall we bank on that word so that we will not drift away with the world praise god hallelujah ask yourself what has been pulling you away from your devotion from your dedication from your commitment from your relationship to the lord jesus christ praise god is it the past lifestyle old habits old friends old associations old appetites old desires old rituals of our lives praise god hallelujah praise god god wants us to walk in the newness of life in the paths of righteousness in the highway of holiness and anything that takes you away from him praise god 
from your destiny in Christ. This morning, identify it. Praise God. Identify it. Find out what are the things of this world that is taking your affection and your attention away from the Lord, from the course that he has placed you on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father Lord, we thank you. We praise you this morning. We come in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that we will give much, much more attention to what we have heard from you. What we have heard of you. What we have read from your word. So that we will not drift away into this world. Hallelujah. Give us the grace, O oh Father, that we may continue to develop that relationship with you, that we would not neglect the study of God's word, the meditation of the word of God, the prayer time and the quiet time with the Lord, the fellowship that we ought to have with the fellow believers. We pray, O oh God, that we will continue to nurture ourselves and that we will be rooted in the word of God so that we will be able to stand against every drifting that comes in our life. Thank you, Lord. As we go about from here, we pray that your presence go with us. Surround us with your grace. Surround us with your glory. Surround us with your power. Surround us with your presence. Let none fall. Let none drift. Let none be derailed. Let none be taken away from the presence of God. But we pray that every one of us will stand firm in the will of God. Fully assured and mature in our Christian life, O oh Father. Help us to bank on the promises of God's word. Help us to resist the things of the world. To Christ be the glory. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of the Father, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with us for now and forevermore. And God's people said, Amen. God bless you.